Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from storytellers around the world who will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you? happy because we had a lovely time meeting some of you at the Stealing Thunder Storytelling Festival in the Lake District this weekend. It was so good to meet you in person. Our current theme is nature and the story this week is about a mermaid who is the mother of all the creatures who live in her river. It's called River Mama. It's from Jamaica and it's told by the gifted storyteller Kate Corkery. You have to be a little bit brave listening to this story because it is a teeny bit scary, but of course it has a happy ending. Before we begin, can you think of the names of any fish, animals or birds who live in or near rivers while we have a quick word with the grown-ups? Here's one to get you started. How about a catfish? Ready? Off you go. Hello, super great kids. I'm back. What fish, animals or birds did you think of who make their homes in or near rivers? Well, there are otters and beavers and ducks and swans and trout and salmon and eels and frogs and herons and dragonflies and oh, so many more. I wonder how many you thought of. Right, are you ready for this mermaid story? Let's give a warm welcome to Kate Corkery. Hello everyone. Today's story was passed on to me by my friend Winston, who grew up in Jamaica. And he heard the story from a wonderful storyteller called Grace Hallworth. This is a story to pass on to your friends. I hope you enjoy it. Once, in sunny Jamaica, there lived a girl called Lulu. Every so often her mum and dad would send her off to spend time with Grandpa and Grandma. She loved going there, as her grandparents lived in a cabin by the river. Grandpa would often take a fishing with him, and Grandma would always make a tasty meal with whatever they caught when they came home. One day, as they were sitting by the riverbank, Grandpa looked up at the sky. Lulu, what are those white fluffy things floating above the mountain? Oh, they're clouds, Grandpa. Yes, they are. It's hard to believe that they are really droplets of water high up in the sky. And when those droplets get too heavy, they'll fall as rain and pour down into the mountain streams that flow into our lovely river. We are lucky that our river is so clean and that Riba Mama protects it for us. Who is Riba Mama, Grandpa? Oh, Riba Mama. She is the mother of the river and everything that swims in it. 
She's half fish and half lady. Not many people have seen her. Some say she's very shy. Others say she's scary and that those who do see her could be put into a trance and dragged into the water to drown. So many people don't wish to see her. She sits all alone on a rock stone and guards all the treasure in the river, all the gold and silver thrown away by the pirates long ago, as well as all the fishy creatures who live there now. They say if anyone ever tried to catch River Mama, all the fish would disappear and the river would dry up. What does she look like, Grandpa? Oh, River Mama has a beautiful face with big brown eyes, lovely graceful arms and lustrous long dark hair. She spends hours sitting on a rock stone, combing her hair and swishing her elegant tail in the water. I'd like to see River Mama, Grandpa. <laughs> well, you'd have to get up very early in the morning. River Mama appears when nobody else is up and about. When they got home, Grandma made saltfish and ackee and dumpling for supper. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Soon after supper, Lulu went to bed. But she woke very early next morning, just as the sun was rising. She tiptoed out of the cabin before anyone else was awake. She walked along by the riverbank, straining her eyes and her ears for any sound of the mysterious fishy lady. She noticed little ducks quacking in the shallows. She saw lively frogs croaking in the mud. Dragonflies flitting over ponds. Bees humming in the flowers. Silent spiders weaving silver webs in the bushes. Lulu stayed very still as she watched and listened to everything around her. Soon, she heard a beautiful voice carried on the breeze over the water. Me da river mama, me da river mama, shwa, shwa, shwa. Me da river mama, me da river mama, shwa, shwa, shwa. Lulu followed the song with her ears. Me da river mama, me da river mama, shwa, shwa, shwa. She followed the song with her eyes. Me da river mama, me da river mama, shwa, shwa, shwa. Then she looked across the water and couldn't believe what she saw. There on a rock stone in the middle of the river was the most beautiful lady, singing, combing her long hair with a sparkling silver comb and swishing her long shimmering tail in the water. Schwa, schwa, schwa. <gasps> Lulu's heart was beating fast. At first she just watched and listened from behind a tree. 
But then she was so full of excitement, she couldn't stop herself from running to the water's edge, calling out and pointing, You're the river mama! You're the river mama! You're the river mama! You are! You are! Oh, you are, river mama! The beautiful creature was startled and straight away leapt up from the rock stone and dived splash down into the water. The comb in her hand flew from her fingers through the air. It landed on the river bank right by Lulu's feet. Lulu stood there, transfixed. The lady had quickly vanished, but her sparkling comb lay shimmering on the ground. The girl picked it up. How it glinted and glistened with gemstones of every colour. It was the most beautiful comb the girl had ever seen. What should she do with it? River Mama was gone. She couldn't leave the comb on the ground. She looked around. There was nobody there. She quickly put the comb in her pocket and ran home. Grandpa and Grandma were still sleeping. Lulu did not wake them. She tiptoed to her bedroom. She took the comb from her pocket and hid it under her pillow. Somehow she did not wish to tell anyone her secret. When Lulu sat down to breakfast later, Grandpa and Grandma wondered why she was so quiet, smiling to herself, but saying nothing to them. All day she was acting a bit strange, and that night after supper she rushed upstairs early to bed. She checked the comb was still under her pillow. It was. As the moon shone through her window, Lulu lay there, admiring every detail of this most beautiful treasure. She finally put it back under her pillow and tried to go to sleep. But it was not a restful sleep. Lulu had a dream. A very vivid dream. In her dream, she saw River Mama, sitting alone on the rock stone and singing a different song. Bring back me comb, little girl, bring back me comb. Bring back me comb, little girl, bring back me comb. I will give you gold and silver, bring back me comb. I will give you gold and silver, bring back me comb. Bring back me comb, little girl, bring back me comb. Bring back me comb, little girl, bring back me comb. Me the river mama, me the river mama, shwa, shwa, shwa. Lulu sat up in bed. She knew that she had to do the right thing. What would be the right thing? The right thing would be to bring back the comb, return the comb. At daybreak next morning, as the golden sun was rising, Lulu crept quietly out of the cabin while everyone else was still sleeping. She was clutching the silver comb tightly in her hand as she strained her eyes and her ears for any sign of River Mama. Again she heard the beautiful voice floating on the breeze. As the morning mist gently rose above the river, Lulu beheld River Mama alone on the rock stone singing the song in her dream. 
Bring back me comb, little girl. Bring back me comb. Bring back me comb, little girl. Bring back me comb. The little girl reached into her pocket as she stood by the water's edge. She took a deep breath and threw the comb as high as she could across the water. River Mama leaped up in the air and just caught the comb before diving back into the water. Splash! Lulu stood still. The fishy lady had vanished without trace. The river was glass calm in the early morning sunlight. Nothing moved. But in a little while, the water started to gurgle and rings of ripples rose to the surface. Gold and silver bubbles floated to the top and drifted towards Lulu's feet. She knelt down and scooped up the delicate shining bubbles in her hands and rushed home calling out, Grandpa, Grandma, look, look, look what River Mama gave me. Look, look, gold and silver treasure. Look, look, the treasure of the river. Look. Grandpa and Grandma rubbed the sleep from their eyes trying to see, but when they looked, Lulu's outstretched hands were wet but empty. The little girl burst into tears. But, Grandpa, you must believe me. I did see River Mama, and she was a beautiful lady, just as you said. She dropped her precious comb. I brought it back to her, but then she vanished, and the gold and silver treasure of the river vanished too. No, don't cry, Lulu, said Grandpa. Just because we cannot hold the treasure of the river doesn't mean that it's not there. River Mama was sharing her secret with you. The fresh waters of our river are more precious than anything. It's what keeps us alive and healthy. River Mama always wants you to remember that. And because she appeared to you, she has chosen you to be a guardian of the river too, in your own special way. You will never forget her lovely song, and you will always remember to cherish the wonders of clean, fresh, water. And it was true. Lulu never forgot that song. It was true. And when she grew up, she passed the story and the song on to her children and her grandchildren. And now it flows on to you and me. Me there river mama, me there river mama, shua, shua, shua. Me the river mama, me the river mama, shua, shua, shua. Thank you, Kate, for that story. I do like the message about helping to look after our rivers. It's interesting that river spirits are sometimes good and kind and other times rather scary and terrifying. Remember the story Watamama told by Toop? <gasps> she is one scary mermaid. And then there's the Japanese story Oniroka, which is about a pretty scary river ogre. And in southern and west Africa, they have a Mami Wata, 
who has a snake around her neck and can also be very dangerous. Now, here's my question. I wonder what you'd do if you found a comb decorated with sparkly jewels by a river or by a beach. Would you put it in your pocket, take it home and hide it under your pillow? Or would you try to get it back to its owner? Tricky question. Ask your grown-ups what they'd do. Did you know that the word mermaid comes from the old English word mere, meaning sea and maid, which is another word for girl? Originally in Greek myths, sirens, or women of the sea, started out as half-woman, half-bird. And then they switched to half-woman, half-fish instead. More mermaid facts in our Owlet Letter for subscribers. Now, it's time to have a dig into my bag of happies and say a big thank you to some of you Owlets who've been supporting our podcast. And to some of you who came to see us at the Stealing Thunder Festival. Hello, first of all, to superfans Robin and Leo, who come from Northumberland. Lovely to meet you. And hello to Tom, who is seven, and Jack, who is nine, from Lily's Leaf in the Scottish Borders. And hello to talented artist Arthur, from Kendall in the Lake District, who is a big Toop fan. And hello to the grandma who came all the way from California to see her lovely grandchildren and who came up with them to see us perform. And thanks to all of you who came to support us in the storytelling teacup tent. And and hello to Owlet Edith, who is five and living in St. Paul in Minnesota in the US. Edith and her mum enjoy listening to the stories together. And hello to Penelope, who is six, and Finnegan, who is three, from Flemington in New Jersey in the US. Their favourite story is Strawberries in Winter. And hello to fans Olivia, who is almost nine, and Kaylin, who is five, and Fionn, who is two. They're all from Ireland and are currently living in the Algarve in Portugal. Well, aren't you lucky? I wonder if you've discovered any Portuguese stories yet. And hello to Najima, who is four and a half and who lives in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado in the US. Najima especially likes Toop's telling of Stick Woman and lots of the scary stories. She wanted us to know that she bravely listened to this month's subscriber story, Buried Moon, told by Tiernan. And she loves the Baba Yaga tales too. Aren't you brave? And over to Sydney in Australia now with a hoo-hoo-hoo. And hello to new owlet, Anya, who is four and who listens to super great kids' stories every day. She particularly loves the scary stories. Very brave, Anya. Well done. And hello to Hazel, who is five, and Wendell, who is two, who live in Oregon and listen to the stories while their family are delivering bread. Mmm, how nice to associate fairy tales and folk tales with the smell of freshly baked bread. And thanks to those of you who've posted very kind reviews on Apple. It puts a wag in our tail to read them. So thanks this week to Jude and his brother who listen every night. 
they particularly enjoy the scary stories. I hope you enjoyed Tianan's telling of the buried moon this month. And thanks to those of you who gave us tips on Kofi. Thanks to Indiana in Philadelphia, who loves listening in the car and at bedtime. Now, lots of you sent pictures of our stories, which Story Owl has posted on our Facebook page this week. Our Pick of the Week pictures are Ella, who is eight, and Sky, who is seven, who live in Savo in Kenya. Ella has drawn a lovely picture of the blind man and the hunter story, which reminds them of their dad, who was a wonderful storyteller. I love your picture, Ella, with the beautiful coloured bird and the two hunters walking through the bush together with their broad-brimmed hats on. It's a beautiful picture of a great story. Thank you. And thanks to six-year-old Ruby from the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia, for your great picture of why the whale has a sad song, or as Toop sometimes calls it, the whale in the sky. I love your eagle and the poor whale stuck on top of the mountain. And thanks to Effie, who has sent in a great picture of the enormous turnip. Clever the way you've drawn that in 3D. Well done, Effie. That's it for this week. If you'd like to see these drawings, they're all on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash stories. Do send in your pictures for us to share on Facebook with other story lovers. And if you'd like to send a picture, either attach it to our Facebook Messenger or scroll to the bottom of our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. In the meantime, keep telling your stories and singing your songs and dressing up like mermaids. See you soon. This story was recorded at Wardour Studios in London. <laughs> <laughs>